Welcome to Kogod in the Know, a podcast brought to you by the Kogod School of Business at American University. I'm your host, Alex Grodnick. This is episode two in our new podcast series, giving you a behind the scenes look into life at Kogod. This season is all about sustainability, what it is, why it's important, how it fits into our everyday lives and careers, and ultimately, how to get a job that makes a difference in the world. We're going to be speaking to people with some fascinating jobs in the sustainability space, and we'll find out how they got into sustainability, what drove them to want to make a difference, and what the job is really like. So stay with us for some great conversations ahead. And without further ado, let's get into our pod today. I'm Zab Raghib. I'm the Sustainable Sourcing Manager at Aramark and Avenra Group. Hamza, before we dive in, you have an entertaining story of how you quite literally happened upon the program at Kogod. Tell us what happened. Just by chance, we actually moved back to the States and then we were living in D.C. It's funny, actually, we literally saw the, the Masters in Sustainability Management poster on a bus stop. And my wife was like, you wanted to go to a program like that, didn't you? You should apply. And so I did. And thankfully, I I got in. It literally just like really worked out. Again, really good luck. I guess the the stars were aligned. And I'm thankful that that worked. But yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got to it, right? I did have the intent, but I wasn't looking at the exact time. And then it, it just literally stumbled upon it on a, on a bus stop. That's amazing. So from there, did you take the aligning of the stars as a sign and immediately commit to Kogod? Or were there other elements that drew you to the program? What I really liked about the program, obviously, I did my research you know, before actually deciding to, to jump into it, bus stop or not. And I really liked how comprehensive their approach was. And you know, knowing... Some of the other programs from a few years prior when I was doing kind of like just a general research about the programs, some of them were very just focused in, in policy or just focused in science or just looking at the kind of the business approach, right? This program did a really good job at kind of bringing together all the elements. So you had to learn a little bit of policy. You had to learn a little bit about the science, but then you also kind of figure out how to put it all together in a, in, a, in a business case type of perspective. And also, because it's at the Kogod Business School and not any other school, the, the integration with business and what business needs was really kind of an important factor. Hamza, I'm glad you touched on the importance of integrating business elements. Being a fellow MBA myself, I really buy into this. Everyone has great ideas and intentions, but without the business know-how and a plan of action to get it done, most of those ideas just simply collect dust. Now, this idea of blending different ideologies with traditional sustainability elements is a concept that you realized during your time as an undergrad. Can you take us through how you came to this realization? When I did my bachelor's degree at the University of Maryland, I did ecology and evolution as kind of the, you know, what I felt was kind of the path that I wanted to take. And then through that experience, as I was going through my classes, I realized that, you know, there's yet a broader approach of integrating both environmental and social responsibility. And that's when I started, I guess, hearing the term sustainability 
Uh, it was starting to be used more and more. And that's when I kind of figured that's where I want to be. Perfect. I would love to delve deeper into how you connected the importance of blending social and environmental issues. Why do you think you specifically were able to make this connection? Is it because of your family or the environment you were raised in? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure my family kind of helped, right? I really enjoyed time outside, being in nature, etc. And then I think something indirectly that I, I tie into it now is how important it was to be, you know, function with proper ethics and take everybody into consideration, be kind of just and fair, etc. And so I think as I learned more about ecology and kind of the environmental piece and realizing that without the social aspects, one can't function without the other. And I think all of it clicked then where you have to consider both people and the planet to be able to have kind of a comprehensive approach. And that's kind of got me to the point where I am now. That makes perfect sense that one cannot function without the other. The field of sustainability does not live in an echo chamber. So let's continue on the trajectory of your journey. You finish undergrad, then what? After doing my bachelor's, I, I was born and raised in Jordan. And so when I finished my bachelor's degree, I went back home and the kind of the quote unquote sustainability field isn't as developed there, which was a good thing because I could get into anything that was even slightly relevant to kind of the quote unquote environmental world, right? So I did a little bit of green construction. I got into recycling, a little bit of sustainable agriculture. I kind of dabbled, which was great to kind of give me a little bit of everything. And then coming back, doing my master's and getting the current job I have now is kind of the really good, but also natural progression of my both education experience, but also career. Big fish, small pond. A lot of times cliches like this one lose their meaning over time, but there's a reason it became a cliche in the first place. I want to take a moment here to explore this concept. There are certainly advantages of being in a smaller market when starting out. A few of which Hamza just touched on, which are the ability to take on a wide array of roles and more responsibilities within those roles. When I say small market, this also translates to small companies. When looking for a job, lots of graduates will glean towards the big, shiny, recognizable names. But oftentimes, there can be even more learning opportunities and responsibilities in a small company. All right, Hamza, now let's talk about your time at Kogod. You previously mentioned the draw of the generalist approach. How did this carry out in your education and with getting a job? The way I approached the program itself, that I, I tried to stay a generalist and take a little bit of everything. The last few kind of courses kind of helped drive everything we've learned into kind of the business sphere, right? Like how do you put all of the knowledge that you gained into driving a business towards more sustainability. So I think graduating from the program, I felt like I was a generalist, but it definitely helped me figure out how to carry on with my path. And thus, in my, in my current job, I am still a generalist in some sense, but I'm very focused on sustainable sourcing, which I feel like the program gave me those options. So that, yeah, that was a good way to approach it. And I, I, I feel like I have 
the background that allows me to navigate multiple categories and industries and issues rather than knowing a lot about just one thing. Let's talk about your current job with Avendra. Can you describe the company and what your job entails? Avendra is a procurement services company that historically serviced the hospitality industry. And that's the company I kind of joined initially. And then Avendra was acquired by Airmark at the end of 2017. Airmark is a even bigger, it's a really huge company that does a lot of things, but basically serves people food, you know, where they're studying at, at uh, higher ed, K through 12, healthcare, etc., and basically, Avendra functions within Airmark as it continues to service its other customers, but also has a Airmark as a customer. And so my role, I, you know, I, I moved around in terms of departments, but my, my function stays in principle the same where I assist all of our stakeholders in responsible sourcing. So whether it's our hospitality customers on the Avendra side, or Airmark's managed services, anything related to sustainable sourcing, you know, I support. Hamza, can you give an example of how you support sustainable sourcing? I guess I'll give two examples just to, to explain the two elements. So part of my job is to further develop our responsible sourcing policies and processes and approach. So you know, regardless which customer we're servicing, building things like supplier sustainability requirements, questions that we need to ask upfront to make sure that they're meeting our sustainability expectations, uh, building a supplier sustainability assessment program, engaging suppliers on what they're doing. All of those things I do across the enterprise. And then more specifically, if a hospitality customer comes to us and says, I have a question about sustainable sourcing, I assist them, whether it be with general guidance or sometimes we have reporting to allow them to look at what they're spending and what they could be buying that's more sustainable or better. Similarly, on the Airmark side, driving our sustainable sourcing commitments and, and policies, reviewing VOs, updating them tracking against them, figuring out how can we continue purchasing responsibly and, and drive it further. So that's kind of a sampling of, of what I do. I love this idea of purchasing responsibly. It's an actionable step that a massive Fortune 500 company all the way down to an individual can start right now. There's also something very interesting here that I want to unpack. Hamza, you could have chosen to work for a company that just focused on sustainability, but instead you chose to work for a traditional company and then bring sustainable efforts to them. Tell us about your decision there. We need as many people plugging sustainability into just regular business, right? You could go to companies that are just doing sustainability. I was interested in something where there's a hopefully a broader impact, right? So whether through Avendra or Airmark, the, the number of companies and people that we're touching and driving sustainability within within that hopefully has a big impact so that's that's the approach i'm taking i don't think i'd be interested at least where i am now to get into something that's not sustainability related unless you put me in a farm and i become a farmer and just do that i think i really like the spot of being in a in a business or a company that has you know a lot of impact 
and driving sustainability within within what they do. I would love to know, are there skills or ideas that you learned during your time at Kogod that are directly helpful in your job today? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it is the base that I utilize, right? So there's a lot of this, the science piece of it, which I mean... My bachelor's in ecology helps, right? But then when we went into our master's program, we did a lot more kind of environmental science, understanding about kind of climate impacts and carbon emissions and, and, and those types of things. So there's that science piece. There's even the, the policy piece is relevant because sometimes you have to look at regulations or legislation regarding whether it's single-use plastics or animal welfare, etc., and kind of figure out how do you wrap that into the the business model. And then even more importantly, wrapping it all up and kind of driving sustainability within a business is a lot of what we focused on in the business school side of things. Learning from other companies, uh, looking at the market and what's happening, trying to assess what's realistic, what's not, how to engage suppliers and work with them, how to assess the, are, are the products certified? What does the certification even mean? How do you assess if a, if a supplier partner is doing what you're expecting from a sustainability perspective? I think all of those elements, there was a base in the program that helped me build on. Hamza, I know that during your time at Kogad, you became a new father, just moved to the States and had a part-time job in Jordan. That's a lot. How'd you balance it all? I, I used to be kind of shocked by hearing about people who do all of these things at the same time. So one piece of advice is, I'm sure almost everybody can do it. So like believe in yourself and just like jump straight right in. Um, Obviously support is super important. You know, my parents and my siblings were back home, but you could tell that there's support, at least mentally, right from them. And then, you know, I have a super awesome supportive wife that was able to kind of help me fit all of these things in in a in a way that didn't kind of make me go crazy yeah i mean that, that that's the main thing right like family friends and support was the a really important piece for me also the masters program while there was a lot to learn, a lot to read. I'm pretty sure I read during those two years more than i I ever did. <laughs> Probably um, it was awesome, but a lot. But even you know the professors, the the program, like you could tell that everybody was understanding. You know there was again also like flexibility to allow for people to take their time, figure it out. There was a lot of support from the program. You know if you had questions or you needed more time, you know professors were always kind of happy to to help you answer your questions by email or phone or whatever. So I think overall it was it was the people being people, right, being nice and flexible and understanding. That's great information. So Hamza, I'd love to hear about where you see the field of sustainability in the future. Our world can't handle people not taking it seriously anymore. Climate obviously being kind of the biggest problem that we're facing. And, you know, everybody needs to realize that that needs to be dealt with. And businesses are kind of the I mean sphere for, for that. But then also even things that people maybe don't hear about as often or forget about, but 
social justice and and environmental justice and you know the 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 both the people and planet pieces being worked on and and dealt with is super important you know you you still hear about human rights and labor rights abuses across the world etc like no company can afford to not think about these things and work towards mitigating and assuring that these things stop existing i hope someday in our in, in our world I'm captivated by this wide approach to improving our world that you just described. Sustainability is not an isolated issue in and of itself and cannot just be solved by the means that most people think of, taking shorter showers, recycling, etc. It's also the human rights abuses and other worldly mistreatments that all play a part. Can you take us further into these other issues and how they directly relate to sustainability and then how Kogod brought these notions to the forefront for you? I, I really like the program and how kind of it, it made you literally touch so many elements of sustainability or use so many lenses. And so putting so many pieces together and having such a, a comprehensive approach or outlook um, and, and making the links, right? So, you know, you have human rights abuses here. They will cause the the people to have to make some environmental issues like everything is is connected in one way or another and so it was really interesting looking outside myself seeing myself making all those connections because of what we're learning the other piece of it is a little bit back to handling all the things that i was doing is i guess i i was able to do all that because I, I was usually shocked by people who said that they're working whether full-time or part-time and have children and are doing a master's degree, etc. So that, that was a cool realization that I, I could do it too. Everything is connected. I love that. This holistic approach is so important. In today's world, we are all too often focused on the micro and the importance of specialization within a field. But there's a huge benefit in having the ability to think broader and to make the links, as Hamza said. For an analogy, this phenomenon of specialization has taken over the medical field. As an example, you could be having headaches, so you go to a neurologist, a specific doctor that studies the brain. But in reality, the headaches might stem from an inflamed reaction to certain foods that you're eating. So you spend the next chunk of time bouncing around from specialist to specialist, trying to diagnose the problem. In our body, everything is connected. Break your right leg and your left leg will get stronger to compensate. This is something that we all intrinsically understand. And just like in our bodies, our world is very connected. The nuclear reactor in Fukushima that leaked into the Japanese sea, that did not stay a Japanese problem. It found its way to most of the western coast of the United States and beyond. Hamza's approach to sustainability is just that. You can't tackle a single problem without addressing all of the issues that dirty the water. This is great advice for anyone trying to solve a problem, be it sustainable concerns or trying to come up with the next great app. How can you approach the solution from a holistic and comprehensive approach? At the very least, this will lead you towards better and more creative solutions. That's it for today's episode. Stay with us this season for many more inspiring and insightful conversations that take us even deeper into the fast-moving field of sustainability at Kogod.